everyone and welcome to Miss Multiverse, a podcast all about the joys of solo tabletop role-playing. My name is Arabelle Warner, I am a writer, voice actress, and longtime lover of solo RPGs. This series may be a little different from other RPG shows you're used to, trying to combine the danger and unpredictability of games with the immersive storytelling of classic audio dramas. Today, we'll be using the RPG Maze Rats to build our player character, as well as some important locations and factions within our budding fantasy world. So sit back and enjoy the prologue. In the spirit of games like Maze Rats, we are going to be randomly generating as much about this character as possible, starting with our ability scores. Characters in this game have three primary abilities, Strength, Dexterity, and Willpower, and these can be laid out in one of six ways at character creation. So, let's roll and see what we get. That is a six, so we will be starting with a plus zero to our Strength, a plus one to our Dexterity, and a plus two to Willpower. Next, we record our Starting Health, which is four for every level one character, followed by choosing one of three features for our character to start with. Either a bonus to attack rolls, advantage on a certain type of danger roll, or a spell slot. I think we'll go for the second option. We'll take the path of Fingersmith, which gives us advantage on rolls related to tinkering, picking locks, or picking pockets. That will leave us with a plus zero to our attack rolls and no spells. Now, we'll be rolling two six-sided dice to determine what items we start off with in our inventory. Uh, don't worry about weapons and armor, those are their own separate step. First item we're starting off with is some lockpicks. Okay, pretty handy. I will put those on our belt for easy access. Second item is some glass marbles. Uh, we'll throw those on our backpack. Item number three is a chisel. Uh, we'll put that on our belt as well, which does leave our belt full. I believe belts can hold two slots worth of items. Item number four is uh, some manacles. That's fun. Uh, has to go in our backpack. I mean, I guess we could wear manacles just casually, but I think this is a pre-fashion medieval setting. <laughs> Item number five is three days worth of rations. Always handy to start off with food. Uh, obviously in our backpack. And item number six is uh, a crowbar, which I'm going to put that under worn, which to me not only counts as clothing items and stuff, but also stuff that's like strapped to the side of our backpacks, so we don't really have to dig around for it. Crowbar, glass marbles, lockpicks, all of these paint a pretty clear picture to me. We're definitely some type of rogue, probably a con artist or gambler with our higher willpower. After that, we get to choose our combat gear. We start off with a set of light armor, which will go in our worn inventory slot. 
A shield, which we'll also wear in our back for now, bringing us up to three of three worn items. And two weapons. Weapons and maze rats are either light, heavy, or ranged. We'll take a blackjack as our light weapon and a crossbow as a ranged weapon. We might be a bit of a troublemaker, but I don't think we're necessarily a killer. With our shield on our back, we don't want to look fearful after all. That leaves us with seven armor. Six as a base, plus one for our set of light armor. We'll get into the rules of combat if and when we inevitably get into a fight, but now we need to roll up some information about who this character is as a person. We are Pepper Saltmarsh, a rough-and-tumble smuggler in the kingdom of Trinifax. Rugged physique, curly hair, and an outdated sense of fashion. She'd be a hard woman to miss, even without her attitude. Quick to anger and quick to laugh, she's the type of woman to change on a dime, leaving her marks, and often her clients, unsure of where they stand with her. Now, that's all the steps the book tells you to roll. However, I personally like to cap off character creation by rolling on one more table. The one labeled Misfortunes. Everyone loves an underdog, right? Mutilated. Ugh, boy. Well, I guess that's as good a chance as any to turn over to factions and city creation. We're going to start off small with city creation. Pepper doesn't strike me as the kind of woman to hang out in one place for too long, so I don't imagine she's got a chance to see too much of wherever her adventure begins. So let's just roll up a theme and an event. The theme of our city is trade. Makes sense that a smuggler would look for work here. And the recent event is Flood. Well, trade makes sense, like I said. And if Pepper managed to get on the bad side of one of the city's more dangerous factions, the Flood might keep her from escaping her punishment like she usually would. Now I want to roll for how big the city is. We'll roll 1d6, add plus 1 for the city's theme being trade, and that will determine the amount of districts in the city. And that is a total of six, so this is a pretty sizable location. Lastly, we need to give the city a name, and for more central locations like this, I usually just try and finagle something out of the upper class surnames table. So that will be Stavish. Uh, Stavishire. Let's go with Stavishire. So now that we know where, we just need to determine who. Who did Pepper get on the wrong side of? For that, we'll be generating a faction. Factions of Maze Rats have a type, a trait, and a goal. And if those aren't enough to give us a starting point, we'll just generate a specific character within that faction that she pissed off. First up is Faction Type. Uh, they are an Outlander clan. Interesting. Their trait, they are ruthless. Uh, makes sense why they would punish her for with mutilation. And their goal is to create monster. Oh boy. 
A group of ruthless outlanders looking to forge a monster. Sounds like this bustling hub of trade has a darker side to it. And maybe some materials that Pepper was transporting were a bit more sensitive, a bit more rare, than she had been led to believe. As for the name of this outsider clan, let's roll on the weapons table. Weapons are always a good thing to have in your generic barbarian tribe name. A cutlass. Interesting. The cutlass symmetry in the recent flood all make me think that this might be a band of pirate barbarians, and that Stavishire is either the largest or most central of a cluster of small islands off the mainland. We'll call the pirates the Ergid Sabers. Silver Sabers, if Google Translate can in fact be trusted. So just to recap here, we are a wandering, hot-headed smuggler who managed to lose some priceless monster-making materials, and have thus found ourselves the prisoner and possible torture victim of a band of pirates-slash-barbarians. This is why I love tabletop role-playing. <laughs> and that will do it for our prologue. Tune in next week to see how, or indeed if, Pepper will get herself out of this one, and what manner of beast the Ergid Sabres seek to unleash upon Stavishire. I'm Miss Multiverse, and I'll see you on the other side. Oh, oh, oh.